Hey, hey, welcome back, welcome back, listeners. It's your boy Herc in the building once again. And we're here on the second episode of the podcast of Come On Man Podcast. Uh, we got two special guests on this episode today. And I'm pretty excited because we're in Austin, Texas, not in Houston, Texas. And um, this, like I said before, this this joint, just just joint or whatever, this podcast is just us talking about whatever we're going to talk about. And just let men just say, get you know get shit off their chest basically. But further ado, I want to get introduce my boys. Um, we got my boy Leon Hawk in the building. What's up? Hey, what's up, everybody? Lee Hawk here, man. Glad to be here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. And then my other boy, my other brother from another mother. I felt like I met him for years. Yeah. My boy Wolf Man. What's up, Wolf Man? Introduce yourself. Hey, uh, just said it said the Wolf Man and. I'm the old man. No. You know what I'm saying? Four years old, you know, all this gray hair, bald head, but what? come through with the with the gains though. We here. Right. <laughs> so yeah, man. Um I I appreciate y'all being on the episode. Appreciate be out uh, you know, coming to the you know, episode and stuff. Oh yeah. It's pretty it's pretty ex- exciting to talk about, you know, what we do what we do as men on a daily basis and stuff like that. You know, from marriage to relationships to job stressors and shit like that or just the uh, mental health or depression. So um let's see, what's got uh got like I had like a question. I always like to start off with a uh conversation starter. Oh, I thought you were about to say with a scripture. Go ahead and take us to church. No, 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 I ain't gonna <laughs> take you out of church. No, go I ain't gonna take you out of church. Um one of the one of the questions is um what and who Deserves your attention as a man. Yeah. Deserve, when you say that, that means, because you say that word question. deserve, because that means I'm choosing who I want to pay attention to me, or at least for me to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing because you, I, I try to look at it just like if it's money, because it's the, the word paying attention. It's like I'm giving something to you willingly. Right. And then on top of that, attention means time. Yeah. And you cannot you can give time, but you cannot get time back. So if I'm like if if, if I'm gonna spend time looking at my phone, I know fifteen minutes is fifteen minutes that I just gave to this phone. I can't get this phone can't give me fifteen minutes back. Same thing if I'm watching TV. So when it comes to people that is going to be deserving, of course, it's gotta be, you know, immediate family. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your your parents, your grandparents, your close aunties, uncles, cousins, your your wife, your children, they deserve that time. Now, people that's outside of that, mm-hmm. that's where where the real question goes because you want that to be reciprocated. You want them to pay attention to you as well, right? But you want to be able to when you pay attention to them, you do want it to be meaningful. Like if somebody says, "Hey, man, let me talk to you. I got to tell you something," and it'd be some bullshit. Well, if it be some bullshit, I'm gonna start expecting bullshit from you over and over and over again. Right, right. But if it's to the point where, look, man, I'm going through a thing and I need some advice, but then it comes to the point of, all right, if I give you advice, are you gonna take it? Right. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, are you? Are you? If I, I want you to handle your candle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Turn. You know what I'm saying? Light your candle, let it burn, all the way to the wick is gone. 
Right. Do that, but don't take my advice and then don't do shit with it because then I'm not going to talk to you anymore after that. Yeah. You keep on telling me you got this problem, and I tell you what you need to do, and you still coming to me three weeks later, and you still got the same doggone problem. I'm not going to tell you what to do because I don't already told you, so I'm not going to give you my attention anymore because you're going to waste it. Damn. So when it comes to that, I got to know that if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna pay if I if I'm going to pay somebody attention and they're going to pay me some attention. It's got to be real. Like, I got to know that they know when to cut something off to make it, right? you know what I'm saying, serious as court, and then we can just bullshit around. But, yeah, deserving of that, you you got to prove it to me. <laughs> what, what about you, Leon? Well, uh, I feel like, you know, right now my immediate attention is for my old man because, mm. you know, he's battling cancer. Okay. And, uh, God bless. Yeah. So, I mean, God even bless. even when moving out here to Austin, that was a big, you know. A That's big, a big move. Yeah, and that was really the main contributing factor of the whole thought process is because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I was at home, you know, take, you know, taking care of the old man. Right. And then when I left, you know, that's falling on my little brother, but, you know, I've been here longer than my little brother, so, you know, there's just certain responsibilities that I guess as a man, you know what you have to do and provide. Right. But secondly, beside that, you know, <laughs> obviously the relationship, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the situation where I have two things demanding time. You know, what's man in time? What you trying to make? Uh, relationships and then you know the health of my old man. You know, right. So it's hard to keep everything afloat in the perfect balance. And yeah, and, ba- and balancing those two is pretty yeah. super hard. Yeah, and that's a lot of stress that comes with that. You know. Yeah. But you know, saying being a man, and it's a good thing that we're saying this. You know. Yeah. Uh, being a man, you know, you expected to live up to this stigma. Mm-hmm. You have to deal with it. You have to do but you don't have platform to talk about. It, right. You know? So, yeah, those are the two things that I'm battling right now. So, uh, and, uh, my bad for cutting. I ain't trying no, to cut no, you. No, uh, so, like, how do you, like, what do you do to handle those stressors? Or how do you, how do you manage it? Well, one thing I do is I reach out more and I uh, communicate at home, mm-hmm. make sure things are good. And if there's things that need to be done, you know, like grocery store trips or, you know, you know, I try to do my best to provide resources mm-hmm. either when I'm visiting or for others to bring to the house, you know. Right. And as far as the relationship here, I communicate my situations abroad to make them all, you know, come together as right. one. Okay. You know, instead of treating them as two separate entities, bring us all together as one. Right. So they can have an understanding of uh, understanding of where I'm coming from or Maybe why, hey, you mad today or you look, you know, pissed off. <laughs> okay, well, hey, you know, I'm dealing with this, you know. Right. So, uh, but I think we all know in relationship, you know, it's the I, me, me, I, I, so. Yeah, <laughs> I got you, I got so, you, yeah. yeah. Dealing with that, but yeah, that's how I deal with it. Okay, okay. Sure. Um, what is, what's another topic we can talk about? Well, you didn't say how you do. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my bad. My bad. My, yeah. my bad. Uh, me? How? How? What? And who? I des- you know who deserves my attention? Um, it it all depends on the people. Like I'm people in my circle, basically. You know, we all got little. We all got little circles. And at the beginning, when we was younger, like in middle school, elementary. We had like this big ass circle of friends. Mm-hmm. 
but we damn near didn't know like half of the people that was in our circle. Yeah. But as we got older, our circle started getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Right, right. And now to a damn point, it's like a damn dot. Like, and just like, like you got like a, a rare, rare people, like a rarity of people that's in your circle that you trust, that you care about, that you would give your shirt off, you know, get your shirt off your back to if, you know, whatever, if they're like in a dire need. But all the other bullshit with uh, the people who just using you, yeah. trying to t- steal your money and shit like that, or try to, hey, what's up, Wolfman? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm talking to you, constantly, you know, talking to Wolfman. But in, at the back, you know, in the, in, at the, in the background of it, I'm not really his friend. I'm just trying to, I'm, oh, just, I'm, just, I'm just trying to, oh, I'm just trying to soften him up. And let him think I'm his friend and shit like that, so I can use. That it. happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. people will see you and know that you got something going on, right? So they go, you know what I'm saying? And and it's 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 that you hear folks say, "Hey, if you want to be successful, hang around <laughs> successful people." But that also means hang around successful people so you can. Steal their ideas. Yeah. Steal, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Steal their energy. Like, and like if you, if you want to be rich, hang around rich people. If you want to be successful, <laughs> be around successful people. And, and it'll rub off on you. I'm like, well, look, I'm not necessarily trying to drop gems for you to pick up because right. I true. want my gems. Now, if I want to give you a gem, I'm going to come to you and I'm like, hey, you know what? Let me, you know what I'm saying? Let me throw you, you know what I'm saying? Let me do you a solid. Don't be behind me waiting for something for. You know what I'm saying? For like an opportunity that I was trying to do, not follow through and you be like, okay, well, it didn't work for him. So I'm going to see if it worked for me. Or if I tell you, you know what? I, I'm thinking about doing these couple moves here. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then you just run off and be like, all right, well, I'm, he's telling me he's going to do it. Well, shit, I'm going to go do it right now since he ain't here. Let me see if it, it'll work for me. So you got to be careful with who you, you know what I'm saying? Like who you are talking to. And like, you're right. Like with the circle, I keep my, you know, I have many circles, but I call, I go to those circles and I make sure that they know me for one specific thing in that one circle. Yeah, that, that's that's a very good way to to, to break that. And you know, since we here and there's, and we all here as yeah. men, you know, we we it's a good thing because you know we known each other for a long time, hurt. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, I just want to say, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure we haven't came around to the. Topic of saying it, but it's good to say, uh, I'm glad I met you and I'm glad to have met Wolfman, right. you know, through this journey. You know, for real. No, no, for real. I you got know? you. My bad, my and, bad. And, 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 you know, I really appreciate you guys, you know what I'm saying? Because when Wolfman came into my life, you know what I'm saying? I could have just said, oh, you know, this is just a nigga on the internet. You know, no, no, for real, for real. No, I could have yeah. just said, this is a nigga on the internet. <coughs> but, you know what I'm saying? But to, the willingness to connect and, and build relationships, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and that and, and Wolfman is a great guy, you know what I'm saying? And uh, it felt like, you know, when we first met, it felt like we'd known him for years, you know? Yeah. So same same with you, Herc, you know, and just to see your progress and evolution, you know what I'm saying, through all the years. Appreciate so, that. yeah, man, I'm just saying, I'm glad I have met y'all. And if y'all never heard it first, I can tell you this on and off the podcast, you know, I'm, I'm glad to admit y'all because y'all both had things that contributed to my life that made me better. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? That's deep. So, yeah. Appreciate that, man. And, uh, I'm glad you met me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you came through to come meet me because you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
you didn't have to drive from Houston <laughs> just to come through and get a lift in, but you did, and I wanted to make sure that you had a good daggone time and 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 just push some big rate and have some energy behind it because a lot of people will try to go to the gym and just try to look cool or just try to you know just treat the gym like a library or <laughs> yeah that's true you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. I'm like man there's first of all you paid to be here right. Whether you paid a day pass or you got a membership, but you paid to be here, so you can take up the space. Right. And now that you're in here, this is a place where you to make your dreams, your physical dreams, come true. Right. This is your action movie. You're the action star of it. Yeah. And you either going to have a good scene or you gonna have a bad scene. You either you either got the the scene where you become the hero. You got the scene. Where it starts your origin story, where you failed that attempt, right. and now you pissed off, and now from this date, December thirty first, is when you missed that rep, and from here on, you was like, I've been working ever since to get this shit, and I'm mad about it. So when I'm in the gym, I'm cussing, I'm spitting, I'm grunting every time I'm lifting weights because I'm I'm thinking about December thirty first when true. I missed that motherfucking yeah. rep. True, true, and true. now I'm mad. That's what the gym is, but people try to make it seem like, look, man, I'm like, I'm I'm getting annoyed because this guy was over here hunching and grunting, training like a uh, Planet Fitness and shit like that. Well, man. like yeah. a red carpet event too, you know, like we, you know, we had our run-ins with the, yeah, you know the the, but we'll we'll you know, but the, we'll, yeah, but. Women trying to be in there like sexy red or something. Yeah, no, sexy red, and then the guy sexy reds too. You know, <laughs> the guy sexy. You know, red. Uh, the 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 one thing that I hated, you know, and I don't want to get too far off topic, but it's just I hated the fact that the gym has been treated like pageantry for one, and then not only that, you know, then you add on top of that people's egos, and then you have to be like me to fit in, you know, mm-hmm. and this is, in the gym is a place where a lot of people, you know, kind of broken or mentally unstable, you know, because, hey, I'm not mentally stable, you know, but that's fine. I live with that, yeah. you know. But there's but, a, there's a lot, my bad, there's a lot of stories in the yeah, gym. There's tons of stories, but I think the gym is such a beautiful thing because, like I say, the gym is how I met you, it's how I met Wolfman, it's how I met my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and and this life here, I'm I'm living in a different city. Far away from home, not too far. Far away from home, <laughs> you know. No, I got you. I got you. Spider Man, but, but but due to the gym, you know. Mm-hmm. So, being like like my coach told me in football, if you be good to the game, the game will be good to you. You know. So mm-hmm. I've always took Thanks. that and applied that to my real life. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I don't treat people any kind of way. You know, well, I always care to reach out and make sure people are doing good. And that's why I say when Wolfman hit me with the, hey, come down. Okay, hey, we coming down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And look what that led to. But look know? at that, though. Come back to that, though, about the personalities in the gym, like egos. You you got to look at that somewhat in a positive way as well. Because ego is what drives – ego is ambition or can be ambition. Because without your ego, you're not going to go for that lift. You, you're not going to possibly – deviate off of your training program. Right. You know, that ego is going to say, you know what, go for a PR because she's in here or because them motherfuckers over here and they look like 
they think they're better than me. Now, they may not be thinking about that, but in your mind, yeah, your, mind, your yeah. mind, you're saying, man, fuck them over there. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to put another plate on here. I'm going I'm to flex them right here. That's But see, the gym is the only place that you can do that, and it's going to come out. It can come out positive. Mm -hmm. it ain't, it's not like when you're out in the streets, you're like, you know what? I, I see them over there. I'm, you know what? I'm going to spend the block on them, and I'm going to do a donut. And you don't know how to do a donut in your car, and you hit the curb <laughs> and, and, and snap your axle. Yeah. Now, nice. now, granted, yes, you can get fucked up with your ego in the gym, miss a rep, you know what I'm saying? Pull some. Yeah, pull something, snap something. That's your ass. Yeah, but but that also goes of like, look, how long have you been training and how have you gotten your body made to go for that ego rep? You know what I'm saying? Because your body will let you know before you are a racket if you can do it or not. Oh, right. yeah. Most you know definitely. what I'm saying? Most but, definitely. you know what I'm saying? The ego is the ambition that you do need. Now, now the bad part of the ego is the... The, the person, when they not lifting, when the person's like, yeah, you can't talk to me. I got my headphones on. Don't talk to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm walking in, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to acknowledge anybody when I walk in here. The now, okay, yeah. So you, you want to be like, you know what I'm saying? If you want to be Hollywood about it, you know what I'm saying? Okay, Hollywood. You're going to get your scene cut. Right. You're going to act like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... That's that's crazy, man. But on a, on another note, man, how did uh, how did y'all two meet, man? You you and Wolfman, you, Lee. YouTube comments. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I basically I had posted a video. I forgot what video it was, and uh, you know I checked the uh, what's that app the the content the content uh you uh YouTube Studio. Okay. Okay. So and I seen a uh, little picture, you know, probably like a one inch picture with a wolf, and he said, hey. You know, I think you said, you know, I'm a paraphrase here, you know. I like the video, you know, come down to Austin sometime, let's get a lift in, yep. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Wolfman. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I saw it, and remember I told you, I said, hey, man, I got this coming. Somebody say uh, they want to lift in Austin. Right. And it's funny because uh, a few weeks prior, I was just telling my buddy Q, shout out to Q, and I was telling him, hey, man, I want to travel out and start lifting with other people, you know. And as soon as I said that, a few weeks later, Wolfman hit me with that, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I seen that as an opportunity from, you know, the the, the source giving me a, a reward, you know. Yeah. So I took it. You know, we came down at that time. We met Wolfman. And, and we hey, killed man, it. And we had a blast, a blast man. And I enjoyed that. That's the shit. I was high from that for maybe about three weeks. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Wolfman yeah. came up with some random shit, man. He was like, man, we're going to get this shit and we're going to do our thing, man. Old school, baby. I'm like, who, who is this dude, man? <laughs> this dude is tripping out right now. I don't even know if I said old school. I might have. But, oh, uh, yeah, I'll tell you, like, I, like when I, when I, so I got like a, my garage is, is a gym as well. So I got like everything that I can do in there. For like the big main three. I got a deadlift platform and bench press squat rack. I got two squat racks in there. You know what I'm saying? But I have a TV and I'll put it on YouTube and I'll put it on folks lifting weights in the gym. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be honest with you. I, I got tired of seeing just like the same folks on YouTube. And I'm like, man, like, all right, he don't look like me. Too many, you know, this whole 
you know, this whole algorithm of what they think I want to watch is just a whole bunch of white dudes. I'm yeah. like, I don't want to fucking watch a whole bunch of white dudes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch a whole bunch of bikini white girls trying to get their ass big. I don't want to see that. I'm like, <laughs> I want to look at some folks that are trying to power live in a way where they are just grinding hard. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to change up my algorithm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Powerlifting, black people, Texas, or something where it just like, all right. You just this, need something. Some something where it's not where they too big. Where where there's like, oh, this guy, he's got sponsors and he got uh, you know, somebody I don't want to look at somebody that's already established because I mean like, look, man, like my I'm you you've been you probably been in the game for 10, 20 years or whatever, and you you got these awards and shit. And a lot of times, by the, by the time you start going down the library of everything that they've done, mm-hmm. then they start saying, you know you know what, I think I'm about to give up lifting, and I'm just going to focus on my clothing brand. I'm going to focus on on trying to do the, you know, trying to do this other thing. I'm going to venture out of lifting. I'm like, well, I ain't trying to venture out of lifting right now. Like I enjoy lifting weights. Right. So I'm going to continue doing it. And then, and then sometimes you'll find out like, wait a minute, this dude just said that he took, you know what I'm saying? He used to do on PEDs. I'm like, or trend or some shit like steroids or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, well, now I don't want to, I don't necessarily want to watch this because that's just not what I'm doing. It's like, I can't, I and at my age, I'm not about to get on PDs because I don't know how that's going to affect me. Yeah, it's kind of like the it's kind of like the microwave cycle, man. Yeah. Everybody just wants something a quick fix, just pop it in the microwave and yeah. get it right now. Mm-hmm. And steroids and shit like that, but they don't know the side effects behind it. That's man. like if I get a headache, I'm taking aspirin or Tylenol. Like if, if I'm sick, I don't want to be sick, so I need science to fix me. So if I gotta go get a shot, mm-hmm. if I gotta pop pills. I'm going to do that. And if you're taking roids, that can conflict with whatever it is that you're taking. True. You, gotta, you know what I'm saying? You, you taking steroids and you drink some Pepto-Bismol. You know what I'm saying? You shit your guts out and then die. <laughs> and I'm not trying to have that, especially where I got kids and they're and, – and, and I mean – my, my wife should go hard with the life insurance, but still. Yeah, you just want to live a long life, a long, healthy life, natural. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Now, if I, was, if I wasn't married, if I didn't have kids, I'm like, okay, well, shit, YOLO, let's go ahead and stab me up. Yeah. Let's put it in here and see what happened. But no, I'm like, and plus, I feel like that shit costs a lot of money. It does cost a lot of money. Yeah, very true. Yeah, I'm, and you know, I, I got habits. You know, I, <laughs> I, I, I like I like guns. I I like, I'm trying to buy another car, but keep the cars I got. And the kids, I mean, every time we go out, it's like, like, like every day got to be an amusement park. Yeah. Every day got to be a carnival. Every day, if we, where are we going? If we going to HEB, do they sell toys there? <laughs> you know, oh, we're getting something to eat. Can we go to McDonald's? Because I want the toy. It's like, oh, man. How am I for steroids? For kids, <laughs> you, know you can't. I mean? You can't because yeah, kids are expensive, man. As as you know, as fathers and stuff. Well, as fathers, not a father here, but I understand. What <laughs> they want to eat the same thing you eat. They like, want they want to eat McDonald's, Burger King, chicken nuggies, and shit like yes, that. Yes, that. And then when you go get crab legs, then I'm like, Daddy, I like crab legs too. Uh, Since when? Now, now your bill is fifty six dollars because she wanted crab legs and shit. And then she don't eat them all. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Man. And then I'm like, oh. Well, I can't let this shit go to rest. So I guess I'm having crab legs two days in a row. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, man. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful cycle as fatherhood and stuff like that, man. 
Um, but bouncing back to the the other question, uh, how y'all met, uh, I want to mention how me and Leon met. I, I don't know. You want me? You want me to tell? Yeah, that? go ahead, man. Yeah, man. Uh, man, I met I met this dude, Leon Hawk, man. Um, I think it was one day. I don't know what day it was, and it was at Deviant Strength. And I, I just came in for work. I think I was doing squat. I know I was doing accessories, and I was just doing my thing. No, you matter of fact, I was doing bench, and I was by the door. And I seen I seen this this big black dude with the mohawk, with the hand, with the uh, with the bandana, not bandana. With yeah, the, the mohawk was definitely sharper back then. It was, <laughs> it was a different mohawk. Well, he he had a headpiece on, and then I just I kind of like looked up after I was doing my cycle, or after I was doing my workout. If you said cycle, the first thing that came to mind was like a period. Nah. <laughs> and I looked up. I looked up, you know, just to get some air and, you know, scope the scene, scope the, the gym area. And I see this dude in the corner staring me down. I'm like, man, who the fuck is this dude looking at me, man? Wait, when you say with, like, the headband, I start thinking, like, uh, what is it, Ryu off a Street Fighter? Oh, Naruto yeah, or some I shit? That, I get that a lot, too. <laughs> you might as well wear the Naruto headband. Shit. No, can't do that either. <laughs> Can't live your dream. Copyright purposes. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, so I seen this dude in the corner. He was just staring at me, not saying nothing. And I was like, who, man, who the fuck this dude is, man? And it's been it was happening like a couple of days. He'll come in, stretch, and then he'll look in my direction. And I was like, man, I think this was, I think he want to fight, bro. Yeah, I was about to say, like, you just, you just going to, you, you were just mean mugging him the whole time? What was you doing, dog? All right, so to my defense, <laughs> If you in the gym and you see, now I don't know if the listener have met Herc before or what, but if you see this dude, this ain't normal. Herc, you're not built normal. Like C.T. Fletcher say, if it was possible, this would be too big. <laughs> Herc would be too big. <laughs> yeah. So you was so you was looking at dudes like oh he like he. He another he 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 another level right now. He probably he probably dollar was a, a fuck boy. Or something. No, because I would see you come in there with your work clothes for one, and dude dude would lift like six seven hundred pounds at nine o'clock at night with zero energy, man. Fresh to off work, going to deadlift in seven hundred pounds at nine o'clock at night. I don't even know how I did it. And that shit was mesmerizing. I was like, God damn, man! And so you know, after a week or two of this. Oh, well, no, you uh, no, no, go ahead. Oh, well, yeah, so after weeks of this, you know, you're like, damn, okay, who's the dude, man? So, you know, just one time I walked by, and you was like, hey, man, you can get in on squats. I was like, man, I don't squat. And then, you know, after that, you just start throwing bullshit jabs in there. Then all of a sudden, y'all just have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. And then, man, then here we are now. We're friends. Yeah. We're homies, man. We're family. Yeah, family. Family for, for life, man. So, it just, yeah, it was just a crazy scene. I'm just like, man, who's this dude? And they, I seen him get closer and closer and shit. And I'm like, bro, this bro, I like, I gotta get prepared, man. Cause I don't know what he. I would have thought that was kind. I would have thought that was kind of suspect. Yeah, I was. I was thinking it was kind of suspect. And then he eventually, like, he said, I don't know if I, I did. I say something. Yeah, you said something first. You like, hey man, you don't need no squats. When I was just walking in, oh I was like, man, I don't yeah, squat. just I, I was trying to kill the elephant in the room. So I was like, hey man, hop in on some squats. He's like, nah, nah, I don't do squats, man. You see these legs? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, man. And then eventually we we kind of just jibble and jabble, and then eventually we had like full conversation and got to know each other, and then. And we just became homies after that, man. And then, then we had what boss man came into it. Yeah, too. then boss man came into. Well, no, I knew I knew boss man first, <laughs> then you. 
And then we all found out that we all knew each other, and then it just came in there. But that's kind of how men, how most men become friends. Like, we got to first see that you come here often. We ain't going to see, like, if it's the first time that you that I see you, I'm not going to speak to you. Like, it, it has to be like that's cold the, but the sixth or seventh time. I was like, okay, you, you come here the same time I come here. All right, now that I know that you're not one of these, you know, you just dropped into the gym one time. You're going to start peeping game now. Yeah, it was like, all right, you came in, and you and you, and you hear again, you mm-hmm. hear again, you hear again, you hear again. All right, now I'm like, all right, I'll give you the head nod. Yeah. Next time, I'm like, what's up, man? Good to see you. And then the third time, I'm like, all right, man. Well, you, you know what I'm saying? You good? What's your name? Because now, I'm, now I know that you are going to be a fixture in the gym because right. you're here when I'm here. Right. And if you're going to be here when I'm here, I might need you for a spot because you see what I do in the gym. I see what you do in the gym. Yeah. I see a familiar face. I'm like, all right, let me, you know what I'm saying? If, if, if shit needs to go down, I might need you to come help me out. And then that's when, that's when uh, bonds are formed right yeah, there. Most definitely. Especially with the spot. You need a, you need a good spotter. Yeah. Or you need somebody to watch your stuff when you go take a <laughs> shit. I'm like, hey, I'm going to leave my bag right, right here. I'll be, I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just that on top of that, you know, people in the gym, you know, uh, I recommend that you, I recommend having a good relationship with your spouse because you trusting this person with your life, man. True. You know? And most people just pull two random niggas off the side <laughs> of the gym, but hey, man, these dudes ain't never seen nobody squat 500 pounds before. Yeah, and that's a scary sight, yeah. man. And, you know, a lot of these dudes, they just want to be Instagram famous. So they already think they know what they're doing, but they don't. No. You know? And that's how poor dude, you know, he broke his neck, you know, just poor lack of uh, spotters, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a dude spot me on bench press one time. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, he was off to the side. No, <laughs> man. Oh, he was off to the side. He was off to the side. And I fell the bench. And he was like, oh, man, I thought you had it. I'm like. Oh. <laughs> he was going to let you die like that? Yeah. I got, man. Damn. I, I, I got it on video. And, um. And then he couldn't get the shit off of me. So then another dude came, and 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 then he he got to the side of the weight. And then the dude that was originally spotting me, so allegedly spotting me, went to the other side and they lifted it off of my chest. But, yeah, you know, yeah. It's hey man, powerlifting power is a dangerous sport, man. People, a lot of people don't know that. Hey, listeners, man, powerlifting is a dangerous sport. Powerlifting can kill you. But you need that most definitely. You yeah no you need that but I'm just talking about people who spotting you and shit like that yeah. they don't know how dangerous it is because you got 500 kilos of red plates on the bar and you got somebody uh, spotting you on the side like 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 damn near like a mile away yeah. and you 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 miss that lift you can you know snap your leg or you can bust your finger or you can kill you can kill one of the spotters because they don't know what the hell's going on. Well, the best thing to do is not miss the rep. True. Well, on top of oh, that, the reason why this is more, even more dangerous than ever is because we have the rise of these fitness influencers, you know, uh, promoting like this is simple, you know. Nah. And I recommend, now look, what I'm going to say may seem a little hypocritical. I believe everybody should give the gym a chance, mm-hmm. but you got to realize there's different avenues of the gym. You know, you can go in the gym and you can become a strong man. You can come here. You can be a casual lifter. Cross you don't, yeah, you don't have to power lift, you know. No. But a lot of people want to tend to go that route because that's what they're seeing and being misled. Right. But it's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that go in the power lifting. A lot. A lot. That, that, 
just for the just for the little bit. But come on, man, power power is the ultimate glory. You know what I'm saying? It is very fun. Like bodybuilding, you only get the glory when you win. When you win first place, right. second place, third place, fourth place, the motherfuckers are, they get depressed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, no, that's very true. You know, it's only glory for CrossFitters when they come in first place. Mm-hmm. Weightlifting is coming, you know, for first place. But for powerlifting, everybody respects that weight. When they see you got four plates loaded, five plates loaded, six plates loaded, there's no question. When you lift it and you put it back where it came from, and the people see it. The glory where somebody was like, that's a bad motherfucker right there. Yeah. That's that's one of the things was like, hey, I saw somebody lift that. Now I want to lift that. So I want that glory. I want that attention. I want that respect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People fall in love with power. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you can't take it away. You know what I'm saying? You can gain power, but you cannot take somebody's power away. Yeah, I remember you was mentioning that to me, uh, you know, when we was at Los Campones. Mm-hmm. You know, Wolfman was like, hey, man, people respect size. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Words of Wolfman, they respect size. And that's very true, you know, because when I was skinny, young Leon, man, people, they didn't give a damn about yeah. me. No. No, but as soon as I started putting on weight, I started all of a sudden being the car. Hey, Mr. Can you? Because that's all I was getting told. Can you do this? Can you pick this up? Yeah. So that's what I was telling them. I was telling them, you know what I'm saying? We was lifting and we was doing a whole bunch of, you know what I'm saying? We were doing a whole bunch of reps, a whole bunch of sets. And I was telling them, when you, when you become big, people will now look at you and say, what do I need to do to make you more comfortable? Do, you know what I'm saying? Do you need more space? Do you need a, you know what I'm saying? Do you need an extra seat? Do you need a better seat? Right. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Is everything all right with your meal? They start coming to you and asking you questions because they do not want you to turn up. Because no. they know if you turn up, the way that you look, the size that you are, you. About to fuck some shit up. They're going to need to call, they're <laughs> they going to need to call the police. And I told you, I told you, I want to get to the point where the tasers don't work. I want, you know what yeah, I'm saying, yeah. when, the, when the police look at me, it's like, oh, no, I'm not going I'm not going for my left. I'm going for my right. You know, right. my right is the pistol. I'm going for that steel. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's the type of threat that you want to be, but that's the type of size that you have to be. Because if you're skinny, they ain't gonna, they're going to pepper spray you. They ain't right. going to get the taser up. I'm like, let me pepper spray this little ass motherfucker and put yeah, him on the right. ground. But when you, when you get size, when you get big, that's when people look at you and just say, I can't fuck with him. So let me get on his good side. Let me make sure that they are comfortable in this space because they taking up a lot of space. Matter of fact, let me move out of their <laughs> way so I don't become part of their space. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so, and when you become that size, people respect you. And then people want to become big. And that's why they come up to you start asking you questions like, like, what do you do for this? What do you do for legs? What How much do you, do you bench? Back? How much you squat? How much you deadlift? Shit like yeah. that. How long you been doing this for? There's been instances where we went in the gym and they'll walk up and talk to her. And like, they tell me I'm bigger than the average man. And I say, this man makes me look small. But no, I use that reverse psychology on yeah, the so boys. Yeah, when we go to places, they walk up on Herc and Marshall, but they just say, <laughs> I'm just a damn welcome man or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I try to use that reverse psychology. They'll be like, oh, I'm not big. No, this boy big right here. Leon Hawk big. He's like, no, 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 you big. No, nah, no, nah, this boy. So I try to fuck their mind up. They're like, what the fuck? Who? Wait, what are you talking about? No, Leon Hawk big? Like, yeah, you big. You don't see this dude? I'll just tell him, like, I'll do a couple push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. Uh, 
But yeah, yeah, man, it just yeah, powerlifting is a, is a beautiful and dangerous sport. Yeah, it's, it's more to me, me personally, I feel like it's more beautiful just because of the story involved. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like uh, the 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 journey is one of the things that you know I think the most high for every day. Appreciate you know what it, I'm saying? I appreciate for, it for my strength and the ability to do this. You know what I'm saying? Right. And not only that, I've overcome more hardships in my life with the assistance with the gym, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and to me, that's how the whole character of Lee Hawk Fury was even born. Damn. You know, so I have really defined and refined my whole way of life, thinking, personal, and, you know, and that light has shown and resonated with other people, too. You right. Know? So... That's why the gym, I take the gym a little bit more serious than others. And I don't like to see a disrespect. I'm pretty sure, like, if the old guy with the Corvette, hey, man, don't sit your hands on my shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like that with the gym. Hey, man, don't come here disrespecting my shit. Get out. But how, so um, another question on the gym topic, like, when it comes to these upcoming influencers and they try to be wannabes and try to do all the, because most of these people, most of these influencers don't even know how to work out or they just do, like, one plate or two plates and do a half quarter squat. That's how you call it. Half quarter squat. Quarter squatting and shit. Quarter squatting and look like a, a, a fucking turd. And it's like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> and, but like, how do you, how do you deal with those upcoming influencers? And you, you're the person that's, that, that's on the path of righteousness. You know, you know, the game, you know what it takes, you know, the time and the sacrifice, the blood, sweat and tears. How do you, how do you handle those influencers? <clears throat> Wolfman, you want to go first, or you? Uh... Well, I, I'm gonna let you do, look. <laughs> whoever, gonna, whoever, whoever, people gonna do what they want to do. I'm not, gonna, you know, what I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm not one to 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 tell somebody stop your stop stop you stop what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Because I also don't want somebody to come to me and tell me, hey, you stop what you're doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So. If you got something going off and you popping and you and you and you doing you influencing and everything, I'm gonna let you go ahead and and, and do what you want to do. Right. It's the same thing with with, with 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 church. You know what I'm saying? You you know where the truth is at, so you can come in the church if you want to. We ain't gonna force you to come. We not you know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna to to knock on your door and say, hey, get out the bed and come to church. No. Like if you want to come, if you want to come watch what I'm doing and see that I'm doing the right thing, then I'm glad that you're here. If you want to go over there and see what they're doing, that's fine. But just know that if you want to change your mind, we over here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's going down right right here. But I'm not gonna tell somebody I want you to stop posting these videos. I want you to stop now, unless unless I'm a gym owner. Now, if I'm the gym owner and you over here and you really just making my gym look bad because you're just doing really dumb shit with your videos, then yeah, I want you gone. Right. But if you are, if, if it's an influencer and they doing, you know what I'm saying? Doing fuck shit. Well, you know what? Well, maybe their audience is fuck. Is just a whole bunch of fuck people in a way. Yeah. And I don't want them. So go ahead and ball out of control. You can do what you want to do with that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now for the few people that are going to watch my shit, three people, four people, five people, I'm going to acknowledge them and I'm going to let them know that, Hey, I'm, I'm here. You see what I'm doing? I'm gonna keep doing it just like the way I'm doing it. And I hope you like it. But I'm not gonna hate on anybody else for doing it. You know huh. what I'm saying? I'm gonna laugh at them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not gonna. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna. Like, you ain't gonna bash that shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. because I got you. 
when you do that, that's going, you know what I'm saying? First of all, <laughs> they might have a hive <laughs> that you, that you yeah, don't yeah. know about. No, no, that's very true, yeah. Because, you know, you, when they hive come at you and, and then they, you know, and the motherfuckers will start trying to, to get in your DMs and bash you or get in your comments and talk shit, and then you got to respond to these comments and all that, all because you called out whoever they was liking. It was like. Now you in some drama. Yeah, just like, you know what? I can't talk. I can't comment there about you. Look. Here's my address. Y'all come and pull up, and then they don't, then they gonna dox you. Then that voice come through. Yeah, it's just a whole bunch of bullshit that that can happen. So yeah, I'm just like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Let let the fuck boys do their own fuck boy shit, and and and, and the people that like them, well, they fuck boys too. Damn. What about you, Leon Hulk? Well, I mean, I feel like it's a bit of an elder statesman. Hold on, hold on. I, I fucked up your name. My bad. Leon Hawk Fury. My no, bad. My bad. There you go, Leon Fury. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> make sure you put the Fury on But there. yeah, the Fury or the Fury gonna come get you. But anyway. Um, oh, yeah. I feel like, you know, just a bit of an elder statesman in the gym. And, you know, I be in the gym sometimes and I look at people. <laughs> and you, well, especially when I'm at that currently training, the goals. It's like you see a bunch of the broccoli head teenagers lifting and they dying <laughs> on 225 and 275 and you like they slowly be dying you like damn man like I, I got the tips to help this guy he ain't gonna listen but is this nigga really gonna listen to what the fuck I'm gonna tell him nah. you know what I'm saying because the first thing they gonna say well who are you bro well let me look you up on social media yeah. you ain't no you ain't no yeah, Russ so, Wall. So, you ain't yeah, no yeah, Russ you're not Russ Wall. you're not none of those power lifters but let me tell you something, nigga. I been four or five naturally. What about that? Yeah, I'm not you know, struggling on yeah. two twenty five. So no, <laughs> no. So, but I mean, I feel like that in the it, it, where I'm at in the gym, I feel like I was more of a giving back type of person because I've been doing this for a very long time. I'm pretty sure all of us have, you know. Yeah. Especially with Wolfman, you know, he's the old man, but we've been doing this shit for a long time, you know. So yeah, I I feel like I was in the giving back mood. So. Uh, same thing like with the content, you know, when I was making, when, I, when I'm making content, it's just giving back to, mm. you know, people and catering to people. But I was at the point where I had to be real myself. Some people going to listen to yourself, to your shit, and some not, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody on the world going to fuck with the same frequency you on, you know right. what I'm saying? So, I, and I'm okay with that. So, yeah. if, if somebody tell me I'm not as popular as Russ Wall, that's fine. Fuck em. But neither are you. So, <laughs> so, so fuck them. You know what I'm saying? We both goes, you know, trying to get out this motherfucker together. Yeah. So, uh, but sometimes you just got to let people talk. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, they're not brave enough to make any content at all. You no. Know? They're, just making, they're just making TikTok shorts yeah, and shit TikTok like that. Shorts. Something something quick and easy. Yeah. And get it out there so the people, and then hopefully they get some views. Mm-hmm. But when they post it, they only get like, like 100 views, and then now they depressed and shit like that. Like, oh, man, why are people not watching my shit? Because you ain't that dude. Yeah. You ain't him. You can't be mad about that, though. I mean, I mean, the game is the game with the when it comes to the algorithm and all that. So fuck, the, the, fuck, uh, fuck the algorithm. Yeah, but the yeah. algorithm algorithm does go against the messages that are right, and they do promote stupid shit. Like, I mean, why am I watching your video, and then the next thing I know, I'm seeing a nigga squat bleachers. <laughs> A nigga squat bleachers and curl fucking monster truck ties. Yeah. You wasn't doing that shit in the video, so why are you promoting this shit to me? You know right, what I'm right, saying? right. So, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. And, and also, hey, I mean, no hate to Russ Wall, because I don't want people to think that we... No, we not no Russ Wall haters. Beefing with him, because I, I never met the dude. I think, you know what I'm saying? I think he cool, but... Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, because you know, shit would get taken out of context, and folks would be like, "Oh shit, he called, they called out what's wrong." Yeah, what? man, he he taking shots. No, we ain't taking shots to you, man. Chill, chill. We just we just talking, brothers just talking. That's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the YouTube algorithm shit. It's it's a, it's a, it's something that I feel that if if you're not really just cranking out videos like that, then they want you to market in in a certain type of way. Almost like how Instagram was saying, like, hey, we want everybody to do reels and we'll pay you to do reels. And then they change and then they change the shit up. It was like, all right, now with your reels, you gotta put these songs in it in order for for it to start popping on the explore page. So I feel like YouTube is starting to try to do something like that at the same time. That's a lot and, of work. Yeah, and and then because you know now YouTube was doing the shorts like mm, like yeah. that, and they're trying to compete with TikTok and Instagram with it. But you know, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to use YouTube as a career. No, you know what I'm saying. So, but now there's some people who do that. There's some people who got time to do that. Most of them will be the folks. It'll be the young folks who don't necessarily have. <laughs> Jobs. A job. They got. They may be in school, so they got time to do that shit. And these people on the podcast got jobs. We got real yeah, lives. And then editing <laughs> videos take time too. And that's when people don't understand. You know, it's so it's so simplified with these shorts. You know, what I'm saying you click on it, you trim it down, you slap a song on it. That's but, it. But you're missing the life skill in the editing. You know, what I'm saying you can make a career editing and, and actually editing videos. You know, when I look at movie trailers now. I know what they doing. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because I did it so many times that, okay, they put a fade here, they put this here, they put a black screen here and sped this transition up, you know. So you're missing out on life skills with trying to shortcut your way to the top, and it's not going to be like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So that's the thing with this generation, too. You know, like they say, yeah, I want everything handed to you. Well, I don't want nothing was handed to me. Shit, I had to work for everything. Yeah, we so, we all have to work. For yeah, everything. all of us, uh, all of us included. So I just want to say personally, I like my videos. I like telling my stories, and I love the experience that comes along with editing. You know, oh, yeah. So that's it. Yeah, I don't want no thirty second story. I want to take you on a whole ten minute journey. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, man. That's the that's the nature of it, man. But, um. I want to I wanna, uh, take it to another topic and okay. stuff. I want to take it to another topic. Um, when y'all, y'all know about that thing called unconditional love, like the, the, the three people who get un, uh, unconditional love always, like yeah, yeah. women, dogs, and oh, children. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my I'm, question, I'm my, not going with a dog unconditional love, man. No, but my, shout my out thing. Shout out to the dogs. <laughs> yeah, shout, yeah, shout out to the dogs, man. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the dog lovers. and <laughs> Appreciate the dog loves. I'm, I'm an old school black man. Look, this dog can go to the pound tonight. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But my question is, when it comes, when you know, we only got those three people: women, dogs, and children. Where the men at? Why, why, why does why don't men get unconditional love like the like the rest of them? That's that. Well, <laughs> that really depends on what, on, on how. I think that kind of depends on your circle because. <laughs> I know some dudes that give unconditional love to their homies before they would give it to their to their women, and they and these are kind of is like, look, uh, such and such gave me a call at two in the morning. I'm getting into my car and I'm and, and now we ride and now we and because there's a because now we about to go fight somebody. Damn, that's or, some love. You know what I'm saying? Or you know what I'm saying? You got folks that's that's gang banging and they unconditional love with with the you know what I'm saying with the streets. Yeah, with with they with their homies. It's like, look, I'm I'm, I'm riding down with my homie. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'll catch a body over that. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of a lot of men will have unconditional love for each other in that kind of in that kind of a fashion until the law gets involved and now they like, look, we're gonna split y'all up and we need you to tell us what you know about him. And if you do this, I might be able to do some something for your time. Ladies and gentlemen, that's called snitching. Yeah. They want you to snitch on your brother. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're like, look, if 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 you if if you agree to this plea deal and you testify against your homie, then you know what I'm saying, we'll we'll give you five. You know, and and because you're looking at twenty right now. Damn. So you know what I'm saying? So that's but 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 look, unconditional love got you there. You know what I'm saying? Because you had that unconditional love to the wrong person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's the thing about it. When you get married, your wife can't, your spouse can't testify against you. True. You know what I'm saying? But your homie can. You know what I'm saying? Because they know that's an unconditional love that your wife is supposed to have for you. Now, taking it away from your homies and taking it to the women, I mean, it, it kind of depends on the woman. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my wife is going to unconditional love me to a point. I don't know. If she'll stay with me if I fuck up the entire money and now we in debt. Damn. And, and I'm and I got like <laughs> and I'm doing I'm outside like Tyreek uh, like Tyreek Hill. You know about no, him? No, you about Tyreek Hill? Got, yeah. Got you know, got what three kids all at the three getting born at the th- at, all three gonna be born at the same time. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And Damn. he just got married. Damn. That's some shit. You know, now that's gonna be the unconditional love. If she stay with him and not take, you know what I'm saying, and, and not be like the Kobe Bryant situation where, you know, he had to put that big-ass ring on, but yeah. on, her, on her finger and shit like that. If she stay with him, okay, that's unconditional love, or is it the bag? You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. you know, Tyreek Hill is a beast, and he getting that money. But, you know what I'm saying, it's, 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 it's weird with the unconditional love because you don't want to be able to say, I can go out here and do all kind of stupid shit, and my wife stay stays with me. But why would why would why are we, why are men not not on that list? Because so, I feel well. I don't know if you no. was done with me. I don't oh. want to cut cut y'all. No, no. Oh. Go ahead, go ahead, Lee. Oh, and, and I like the way that he said that. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I came in with a different aspect of the the coin. Mm-hmm. You know, from a society standpoint in the era that we're in now. You know. Being a held as an exti- uh, to a stigma where you have to blank, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As a man, you have to provide. As a man, you have to pay the bills. As a man, you have to make sure the wife is happy, the trash is taken out. You know what I'm saying? The kids are happy. Yeah, you yeah. know. Sometimes me and my uh, girl, we all get sometimes like, well, why you can't take the trash out? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you, you create the trash, damn it! Why you can't throw it away? Right. Well, eat it, man. You know, no, fuck that. You, you need to get your ass up and go do that. You know what I'm saying? Because you know we, and then the way social media is definitely an influence on this too. You know, mm-hmm. because. Thinking back of times back in the day when my grandparents were here roaming, they didn't go off of what you were bringing, you know, to like financially. Like they got together because they saw something in them that they didn't see, right. you know. So as far as unconditional love now, mm-hmm. I don't think it really exists if if it's uh, something substantial involved. No, you know it exists. It exists, but you also got to say, like, well, do I de- what do I do to, to deserve unconditional love? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because am I doing everything to this person where they feel like, you know what, I'm I'm fully secured. 
and what and everything that this person does or says, I can I can I can go to sleep saying I'm I'm with this person. I know I can get up and know he ain't lying, so I can go and repeat it to somebody else, and I'm not gonna look like a fool. Okay, right? but but to, but to that too, Wolf Man, what does the dog bring to the table? Nothing. You still love the dog. Yeah. The baby is born. It does nothing. Means you still love that you baby. You still love the baby. Well, because I made that baby. <laughs> but, but the woman is here too. Yeah. Because I made that baby with her. Yeah. But but hey, but somebody not, not a lot of people make the uh, baby with the same woman. You know, say the Tyreek Hill situation. Like we can look at a woman that work at Jack in the Box and be like, damn, I love that bitch. It, I mean, <laughs> you, we no. don't even know nothing about her. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You just love you, her. Yeah, you want the lust. That yeah. too. That yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Women look at us; they don't say that. But, but, but because, like I said, what do you do to deserve the unconditional but, love? But on on a, on a man aspect, like we we we're human beings as too. We like as men, we're human beings, so we got emotions and we got like feelings and depressions right. and shit like that. And we go through a lot of shit too. But we don't have an outlet to like, oh, I can't, you know, like, hey, hey, world, I need I need unconditional love. But the world be like, man, fuck you. You need a man to sh- you need a man to fuck up and do your thing. But well, basically, like like Wolfman is saying, like, what do you bring for them to to notice? You know what I'm saying? What yeah. the, uh, I got? You, you got to earn it. It's just like respect. You can't mm. you can't just come outside and be like, I got a dick and balls. Everybody respect me. <laughs> you so you can't be like, hey, nah, yeah, I'm a man outside. I want unconditional love. Okay, well, you can get unconditional love, but show me why I need to give it to you. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Because, because if I'm going to give you unconditional love, then I need to know that I'm safe in that choice of loving you no matter what you do. True. No, loving yeah, you no true. matter what type of position you get into or position you put me into. Because mm-hmm. that's what it is with your kids and with your, you know, with your, with your dog. You know what I'm saying? Your dog bites somebody, and you're like, well, well you shouldn't have scared him. Right. You were the one that made him bite you. That's unconditional love because I'm defending the dog for the dog's bad actions. When the kid goes to school and 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 cusses out the teacher and you go out there because now you got to take your kid from school and they're like, where did they learn this language at? It was like, what did you do to make my kid want to cuss? Right. You shouldn't have, you shouldn't have provoked him to want to – he was in a good mood before he came to school. Right. And now something happened that you didn't notice and now he cussed you out because he's in a bad mood and if you were doing your job correctly – you wouldn't have got him in the mood where he had to cuss you out. True. You know what I'm saying? That's the unconditional love that you have for your child. Now, when it comes to the person, when it comes to the man, and you want your this woman to love you unconditionally, she's not going to give you unconditional love at the very first date or the first month or the first two. You know what I'm saying? You you got to it got to take the test of time to see to show to to invest all of that energy to say, I've seen what you've done. Right. I've seen what you have done for me. I I know what you're capable of, and I'm attaching myself onto you with that. True. And now I, I can unconditional love. I can love you unconditionally because I know your moves. I know that when you come home, it's nothing but respect. It's nothing but love. It's a lot of integrity that you're bringing here. And I know that when when you're outside and you're not with me. You're still respecting me. You're still respecting this home. True, true, true. You know what I'm saying? You can't just be like, I want this shit off the top. Because you can't. You don't go to your job and like, yeah, I want to make 200000 right now. That's not going to happen. Yeah, like, yeah, like, 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 like hey, show, me, show me why you need it then. 
Hey, shout out to that boy T because he said this here, and this is true. There's two types of love. I love you for you, and I love what you can do for me. Mm. And that's basically what Wolfman is saying, you know. And to me, I think that's pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. But the way Wolfman explained it, it does make sense in a way because you can't love nothing if it doesn't prove itself to you. True. But at the same time, how is the dog, the baby, and the woman proving themselves for them to get unconditional love? You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just so automatic. I guess it's a question that's out there with it. How many lists does it take to get to the Sonova Roll pop? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's some shit out there in the phenomenon we'll never know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because as men, we never gonna find the answer. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the how y'all said the algorithm, but like how God set, how God set everything up. Like it was like God, man, woman, and child, and. Right. Then, animals or whatever and I feel like it flipped now yeah, it's yeah. like it's like God woman child dog and then man at the very bottom you know what I'm saying and it's like damn like what what happened how how that how that switched up so well, I mean, but but look at the brilliance too of what you said now to catch y'all woman you put men at the bottom <laughs> so look with men at the bottom there's stability and their structure you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so if you put that anywhere else in any order I would rather be at the bottom to be stable and secure. Mm. And okay. with a strong foundation, everything else at the top stays afloat. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. So you're not unconditionally loved because of who you are as a person, but as your role as a man. Another man going to be like, that's a hardworking motherfucker. I respect that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when Wolfman invited me, I respect that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right. So... That's the way I see that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. That's well, just. see, I'm like, I'm looking at it like, well, as a man, like, I don't need to be codified by by somebody where I, like, okay, we, we, all, we all came from a mom. You know what I'm saying? And your mom loved you unconditionally. Just like how you say, you know, the, the, how you love a child unconditionally. Your mom loves you unconditionally because she made you and she's molding you into what she wants you to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You as, as a parent, you take a you take a child which is a blank sheet of paper and you color that paper to be the artwork that you want it to be. And you might, you know, you might scribble outside the lines, mm-hmm. you may mess up on the colors, but it's what you made it to be. Now, when you get with a woman, she's already getting that piece of paper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's already colored in by by what your mom did. Right. And she's either trying to, she's either going to accept you, accept the paper as it is, or she's going to be like, you know what, let me erase a couple of things and and color the parts that I want colored. You know what, maybe let me fold it a little bit. I I can't necessarily change this color, so let me fold it over so I don't see it. I know it's still there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she, she she can't love you unconditionally until... She has you to the point where she understands you all correctly. When you're looking at art, some people look and look at it and see, all right, I see the circles on here. And somebody else can look at it like, I don't see the fucking circles. Same thing with her. She's like, I don't see the parts in here that make sense to me. However, I'm going to make it fit for me. You know, so she'll try to change you up mm-hmm. or try to, you know what I'm saying? She'll, she'll try to make you into something that, that she can deal with. But, you can't nec- you can't give her the role of all right. I want you to love me the way my mom loved me, like yeah, no. That's a, that's, that's- 
hey, we're going to cut it right here. Uh, this episode has been really, really good. Good conversation. Man, we're going to split it up into a two episode. If you want to continue to listen to the episode, move on to part two. But if you want to take a break, go ahead and take a break. But part two is going to be here. So you're going to have part one and part two. So until then, peace.